0: Welcome to Between the Bylines with your host, Roberto Rojas. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Between the Bylines. I'm Roberto Rojas. In our first two episodes, we spoke to Spain-based Semra Hunter about her journey into journalism from California that took her all across Europe covering sports, and we also spoke to England-based Ali Bender about her two decades of experience covering soccer. In this episode, we're taking a different route. We're heading to South America to speak with someone who mixes fashion and her experience in the media. So, let's get straight to it. Our third guest of this series comes from a country close to my heart. We're going all the way to Paraguay in South America, which is the country where my family is from, to speak to a woman that has earned experience on television and radio focusing on the latest fashion trends, pop culture, technology, gossip, and a potpourri of entertainment. I'm delighted to have all the way from the heart of South America and Asuncion, TV and radio presenter, Gabriela Sosa-Torres. Gabi, hello, bienvenido, and welcome to Between the Bylines. How are you today?
1: Hi, Robert. Can I call you Robert, right? Yeah,
0: you can call me Robert, Roberto, whatever it may be.
1: (laughs) Okay, hi, Roberto. I'm very pleased to be here in this space with you and and to have the chance to talk about my experience in journalism or communication here in Paraguay. So uh, i'm I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine. I'm having a, a, a very nice time here right now with a nice weather. And uh, things are calm, so I'm I'm fine. How are
0: you? Well, I'm great. I'm I'm freezing right now because <laughs> before we got on the recording, you for telling me how it's like 90 degrees here, and we're here suffering <laughs> in 30 degree weather and windy weather as well. So I'll, I'll happily take Paraguay in a millisecond right now <laughs> <laughs> instead of Fairfield. um But no, again, thank you so much for for joining me. And obviously, I think. Um, you know, we got to sp- speak about that first. I mean, I have to ask, how has how have you been since the pandemic started literally a year ago now? I think it almost seems like it's been a long time. But how have you been since the pandemic started being there in Paraguay? And, and how has daily life been for you over the last year or so?
1: OK, it's been very hard here because, you know, how uh, public health can be here in Paraguay. Things uh, got rough like from the beginning so we had to stay at home from the beginning of the pandemic so uh, we can feel you know all the all the consequences that bring us if like we we could hold a lot of things because our public health was not ready for us to still having our normal lives here in Paraguay, but we can feel in the economy like all the punch that the pandemic uh, bring us here, like in our country. So things, I know, I know, in in I don't know, in all the world things got very rough, but here. We got close for so long that we have to learn to work from home for the radio, for the television. In my case, a lot of people lose their jobs. So it's been tough times now, but we are starting to get back to normality and and things are getting better, but with baby steps. So (laughs) things got very rough. But now we are like, I don't know, with Baby Steps, we're getting better, better, better. Today, the school started here, like, after a whole year of not having classes for the kids and the university and all. So, yeah, things are getting better. But, you know, (laughs) with Baby Steps.
0: Well, it's definitely a different thing going on here in the United States, because even though we were in lockdown as well, you guys were for it for a long time. I'm only speaking to my family there. and. You know, it, it it can get to you and it can get to you in a way that, you know, in a country like Paraguay, where, like you said, people are not accustomed to being stuck at home for quite some time. People yeah. want to go out and have fun um, and do stuff. But for that kind of like strict, strict quarantine, it, it must have been really difficult.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, the Internet here is not something that everyone has it on their homes, so uh, we got plenty of difficulties, but we struggle, and we are we are just fine. Uh, we are not collapsed at the in 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 our public health, at least not for now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope things get better and better. But yeah, it was hard. But I don't know. A lot of people are getting back to their jobs now, and a lot of bosses and a lot of. People are trying to rehire some people that they fired during this pandemic. So I don't know. Things are, are getting a bit better.
0: There's always a light at the end of the tunnel is like what everyone <laughs> likes to say. Yeah. So I think we all have to just feel very um, just confident and also patient. I think that's all we, we have to feel now, especially in these type of times as we enter as we're in a new year and we're starting to see some sort of normality all around the world. Um, I wanted to go to your early days. So you obviously come from a family that's been involved in media and production. You know, mm-hmm. your father was a producer. So I'm just curious to ask, you know, how important was media for you when you were a little girl? Was it something that you've always admired from the start? Or did you just come to enjoy it when you were growing up?
1: Yeah, I just had the opportunity of of having my parents both working on journalism here. My My mother was a journalist now she's not working with that but she worked for a lot of time in journalism here and my father works on on the tv on the radio he runs like the most important paper here (laughs) and newspaper here in paraguay so uh, i i don't know i had the opportunity of having journalism from like very close to me with the environment, you know, going with my dad to work and, and watching all the, I don't know, all, all people, all journalists writing for the newspaper and talking and uh, my dad going to a lot of places looking for information. And, and I was running <laughs> with him uh, from, I don't know, from my childhood. So I, I, I had the opportunity of, I don't know, knowing a lot of things on TV, on the radio, and especially on the newspaper that is ABC, and and so they always told us, like like a joke, you know, uh, don't study journalism. Don't be a journalist because it's a very hard work to do. Things can get very tough, and I don't want you to do and to make the same mistakes we made, you know. Both of my parents, they said it as a joke because none of my sisters, not even I, ended up studying journalism. Uh, one of my sisters is an, uh, in in health. My other sister is in marketing, and I study like, fashion design, but I ended up in journalism as well because, I don't know, all the ways taken to Rome or something like that right (laughs) there's always
0: a connection there's there's always something that comes back to to help you well actually (laughs) going on that because obviously as we're doing this interview in English being based in Paraguay how did that come about like how did you learn English over there in Paraguay and how important do you feel it is for you you know learning it
1: okay my my dad has always pushed us to study to study a lot to to put all our hard work into school and also to the university, was his dream to see us like uh, professionals. And and I don't know, to be able to go through life with something (laughs) on your backs. And that was study. They always told us that was very important to have language And, and the international language today in everywhere the one thing that can save you if you are in China or whatever <laughs> in any part of the world is English. So my dad never had the chance to learn English and he was obsessed. He was obsessed with the idea that we could learn it. So since I am 13 or something, I start uh, taking classes beside the classes I was taking at school that not, are not always as advanced as we could like or or as we wanted to, so I started to take in classes with my sisters in an institute, you know, mm-hmm. Paraguayan American Institute, <laughs> and and I studied there for like six years, and I, I fell in love with the with the language, always listen to a lot of music in English and watch a lot of shows in English with subtitles. So, I think that that was something that my dad wanted for us and and we just fell in love with the language too and we know is very important and here in Latin America knowing English can be uh, something that makes a difference in your education?
0: Well, it's definitely the same here in the United States, given the fact that it's, we have a huge Hispanic community. And obviously for myself, knowing how to speak Spanish, you know, coming from parents from Paraguay who always taught me Spanish from speaking to them. Like <laughs> My mom would always tell me that every time I wanted to speak to her in English, she would always reply to me in Spanish. And the only way that <laughs> she would be able to, to get an answer from me was uh, to speak in Spanish. So that's how I got to to know it as well. And and it's very important here, I think, in such a big community that people know languages. I think those that work in, like you said, any industry in the world, you know, English is is important. Any international language that you know is is important because it can open doors and it could lead to, you know, learning about people and their cultures.
1: Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And even though Spanish language is like it's trendy now <laughs> <laughs> for the music and for a lot of things that are happening here in this area of the world. I don't know, you know, uh, knowing English, it, it's it's different because it doesn't just work in places where people speak in English. You know, it's something that you can use.
0: Right. Absolutely. Anywhere, anywhere. Definitely. So you mentioned that you studied fashion design at the Universidad yeah. Nacional de Asunción. What inspired you to study fashion, and how important is it to you in your life?
1: Okay, I, I I am a person that was always interested in arts. I love art. I study art since I can remember. I, I can draw. I can paint. I can do a lot of things with my hands. You know, since I'm a little girl, I, I love colors. I love doing anything that had to do with art. So and when I grew up a bit more like 13, 14 years old, I started to feel very interested in, in, in fashion magazines, in fashion shows, in fashion runways that I could watch on TV. So I start falling in love with fashion and I love to dress up well. I, I am a very, I don't know, uh, a person who, lo- who, lo- who loves to know. What's trendy now, uh, which colors are trendy now, I was always interested in fashion in some way. I always like to dress up nicely, and, and and I just make the decision to, I don't know, to do something professionally with those things I loved. So at the Universidad Nacional de Asunción, the fashion design career is not just as administrative as can be in other private universities it's like with a focus very 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 nice focus on art so I I don't know I make the decision to to mix those things I love and and I go to study fashion I wanted to have the property and 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 to understand better fashion the process and everything but I was always interested in fashion through communication. So that was something that I always had in my mind. I wanted to be a fashion designer, but I wanted to be able to be a fashion designer, not just to make fashion lines or to make clothes. I wanted to be a fashion designer, to be able to talk about fashion in a way that people can fall in love with it, as I did. Yeah. In one point of my life
0: absolutely and I think it's always important they say how you dress is how people give you the the right impression I think that's something <laughs> that people really need to understand that fashion can go a lot of ways it can influence so many people people can influence anyone out there and I think if you're able to communicate about it and you know know that it's it's a bunch of arts and that kind of stuff it can go a long way
1: Yes, and and I learned with this focus on art that fashion is a a beautiful way to tell history of, of the world, for example. You read a book about history of art, and you can tell in which point of life, in which year, you are just looking at the clothes of the people that... I don't know, that are the that represent that part of the history you want to tell. You know, it's very easy to connect things in history, in art, in in everything with fashion. So it's very beautiful and I'm 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 very happy that I took that decision because I still talk about fashion in my work, so it's it's very helpful for me to know that
0: well it's a good segue to my next question because i wanted to focus on the career that you have right now and the work that you are doing currently at avc tv (laughs) you present a blog on the afternoon news show called avc noticias mediodia in which you focus on the latest trends in fashion and after that you co-host a show called en siestados where you speak about national international news technology fashion arts and entertainment i mean can you explain a bit more about what you do on both those shows and you know how important is it for you to focus on those topics, to inform fellow Paraguayans like yourself.
1: Yes, in in, in ABC Noticias, Mediodía, there is a, a news TV show, pra- practically, and I started to talk about fashion, but with, I don't know, with the idea of talking about things that can interest to, I don't know, a, a big, quantity of people, you know, and, and something that could be useful for people in their daily life, like what is trendy now, how can a short girl look taller, how can a tall girl look shorter, I don't know, how can men get to look a little bit skinny than they are, and and all those tricks that people can use in their daily life, so I love to teach everything I know from fashion that can be useful for people to feel good, to look good, and also to make people understand that fashion is not as cold as everyone thinks it is. It's a lot of, uh, I don't know, you can find a lot of nice things with it that had to do with charity or everything, uh, inclusion, now that we are in times where inclusion is something so important. So I, I try to find those news that make that makes a difference you know between all the things that you can read in a fashion magazine or in a in a fashion uh, website i try to choose those news that makes the different and and the difference so yeah, it's very important to me to give people a good impression about what fashion can be and, and i don't know what you can learn from fashion so uh, in in that segment, that's what I focus on, and in the other show that comes after, I or before, I think it's before. One of the two. One of the two. Yeah, it's one of the two. And there, it's very important to me to talk about fashion too, and and about technology and everything that can be useful too. Is a more fun show, it's a more fun format. So I don't know, I, I'm always trying to find the way and the news that are proper to that kind of I don't know of, of, of show, you know, inform but with fun. That's that that's the purpose. And I I I feel very responsible for every news that I choose because I choose everything I talk about. And that's a nice thing too.
0: Yeah, I think informing people and, you know, I think there are different ways of providing news, providing trending kind of stuff. But you also want to do it in a way that you feel comfortable with, like feeling relaxed and have people relate to what you're talking about. And I think, you know, it doesn't matter if it's someone like Anna Wintour talking about something or Addison (laughs) Rae on TikTok trying to get the latest trends. But, you know, people just want to learn and they want to make sure that it's relatable to, to the common people.
1: Yeah, and that's the idea to, I don't know, to be able to talk about fashion for, but a fashion for everyone, not just that amazing runway that we all watch, but we can't be there, we can't buy that. So every sort of news that can be useful for people and also to know a little bit what's going on in the world, you know, a lot of things change too with the pandemic in in fashion world. Today I was talking about a lot of models that <laughs> uh, are taking like uh, another kind of work now, making tequila. Uh, that those kinds of things that are happening in fashion world because everything is not perfect there. So I don't know. It's interesting. You have you had a lot of things to talk about when when it comes to fashion, and I I love to have the opportunity to be talking about it for like four years till
0: now? No, I mean that's impressive. That's really impressive. So what is a normal day for you working on TV? And you know, what kind of pride and sensations do you feel like when you step into the studios to present and and have that good chemistry with your with your co-host?
1: It's very, very nice. I love I love making TV. I, I really fell in love with the communication, making TV that that was the first thing I do when I change my career, my whole career. And I, it's a nice sensation. And in ABC, I feel like home. It's, it's very nice to be working with people that that are friends to me. And I don't know, I feel very comfortable, but I have a big responsibility with everything I do there. It's an informative channel. Uh, it's a uh, media that has a lot of respect from everyone here in our country, you, you, you should know. And so it's, it's a big responsibility, but I try to do it with, I don't know, with fun. I try to enjoy it because it's a nice journey uh, there in the TV. So it's, it's very nice. Every day you, you learn something. You can screw up sometimes, but you learn from that too. So it's it's interesting. It's, it's very nice. I love to work there.
0: It's it's natural, and you learn from you know everyone makes mistakes. Everyone learns something <laughs> new every day. So it's it's just from there. Like you just you take that experience, and you always try to better yourself. But the most important thing is is to have fun, honestly.
1: Yes, and to work with people that had so much experience, you can be able to listen to all the people that work there, in, in in at different times, and and learn from them. It's very inspiring too to be around so many important journalists here in our country. So it's it's something that that I appreciate a lot, a lot, a lot.
0: That's fantastic to hear. Um, you also work for the popular radio station, Rock and Pop, where you are a co-host for a music rankings program from Monday to Friday, and also you co you host your own shows on Saturdays. How is that like? And if you can explain to the people a bit more about it.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. The Rock and Pop is passion. It's pure fa- uh, passion. That's uh, an amazing radio I'm working on, too. Uh, and I have a lot of fun there. It's a uh, I don't know the the program it's with a lot of music you know but we focus our our time is like to focus on the things that are happening in our country so we start at eight and we are we do like i don't know uh a review from all the most important news that happened till the day after and also The morning, you know, a lot of things happen till from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. You have a million news. So we mix a lot the news and and the fun. You know, we can be talking right now about politicians and about the streets that are not okay and about the president that, that doesn't do his job as he had to. And then five minutes after, we can be talking about, I don't know, your underwear, you know, it's like <laughs> crazy, the capacity we had, and the, I don't know, we are so free, that radio it uh, makes the difference with that, you know, you can feel totally free to say whatever you want. Uh You can talk about whatever you want with the language you want. We, of course, (laughs) are not talking there like crazy, but we can switch subjects uh, with facility and it's okay. And people loved it so it's it's very fun to work
0: there uh, i was gonna say I, I think the right word would be uncensored at this point but i don't know how big the profanity <laughs> yes, <absolutely>. can be <laughs> um so again i mean you, you you do television you do radio and i wanted to ask because you know you do both those things on the same day i mean what are the main differences for you and, and just how do you become <laughs> so flexible in doing it i mean wow it's, impressive.
1: it's, it's- It sometimes can be hard because uh, at the radio, as I'm telling you, you can talk in a language like more, I don't know, more like you are with friends, you know, and on TV and and the things I do in in ABC is like a bit more formal, you know, so you can't mix that up. In one day, you can't behave in the, I don't know, a TV like I, I behave in, in the radio, but it's nice because both are fun in different ways, but you have to change your chip <laughs> every time you you change the work too. But it's, it's very fun. I go to the TV and I am all informed because I, I already had, three hours of radio and we had the chance to I don't know to get to know everything that was happening at the day we can I don't know talk about a lot of stuff and I go to the tv and and it's more structured that that could be the the difference
0: yeah no and I think it's important to have that flexibility and and to also just adapt I think that's that's important for anyone you don't want to be typecast as we say here it's like you focus on one thing uh, and you just keep that same personality like i think you should always be yourself obviously but yeah you know i i think (laughs) given the circumstances of what you're doing at your job like you said show the passion show the passion of what you do and and be the best that you can be in whatever um, medium you're in
1: yes and respect respect what they want for you be yourself but respect what what they want for you and 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 when you can give both things that's okay so having fun and, and being respectful is something that i that i always do that's that's the important stuff for me
0: 100 percent. who were some of your inspirations growing up in the way that you wanted to present focus on the media or, or even those in in the fashion world who were some that you looked up to growing up
1: Oh, my God. Here, I, I think I it, it's so cheesy what I'm going to say, but <laughs> my parents are my biggest inspiration because I think they are so smart that they, I don't know, they go through life with, I don't know, with us, such a strong soul that I admire them so, so, so much and and i think i just feel the weight in my back to be on the high you know to be just as good or at least a bit as good as they are or they or they were so i i i i don't know i love my parents and i i admire them professionally so i think they they are my biggest inspiration and in the fashion world, I I don't know, I, I just read a lot of magazines and, and, and different type of people. I don't have one in special that I look up, you know, but I I consume a lot of uh, Spain magazines from Spain. I like a lot how they express. So I don't know. Uh, that's it.
0: <laughs> no, I I think it's important. I think having family as your inspiration should always go oh my the, God. as a huge way. I, I think, you know, I say I would say the same thing. I think they are the foundation of how you build your own personality, the ones that will always inspire and support you in whatever you want. So no, it doesn't sound cheesy. <laughs> Gaffey, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's completely uh, understandable what you said.
1: Okay, I'm happy with
0: that. <laughs> so I wanted to focus on the personal questions. Obviously, you know, being here in the United States and, you know, speaking to maybe those that aren't familiar about Paraguay when it comes to South America, they always think about Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, Peru. <laughs> uh, Uruguay. Uruguay, yeah. There's, you could probably name all the other countries that maybe are not on the top of yeah. the list over Paraguay. But obviously, that is, given it's a country that you're from, what makes it special to you? And what is the one thing for those that are coming from all around the world, from abroad, that they need to know
1: before they go to Paraguay? Okay, Paraguay is a very small country with a lot of great people, you know. Uh, We don't have the best politicians in the world. We don't have the best uh, public transport in the world, but we have the best food in the whole world. We have the best (laughs) people the most uh, loving people I don't know you are going to get into a home full of strangers and five minutes after you're going to feel like they are your family and you will love them that is Paraguay it's it's warm people it's nice people is very very nice and 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 you are going to eat like oh my god yeah. Food can be so good here. So good. We have plenty of defects. You know, I know. Yeah, things are not great here uh, all year, or I don't know. But we have good stuff, and and I think we are we are having uh, I don't know a growth in respect to to our young. People, you know, I think people are getting more chances now to study and and to work, and and that's important. That's small for other countries maybe that are better than us, but <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're getting to our our place in the world too. So I don't know that 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 I can say.
0: No, I, I agree. I, I think people are very respectable in the sense that, you know, when you get to know them, you know, obviously they can become cold at first, but then you get to know them much more. And, yeah, like you said, I think they, they become your family. I think, you know, even going there and seeing my own friends, my family, you know, it it, it feels welcoming. I mean, and I'm probably saying this given that here in the United States, we, we can be a bit cold at times. I mean, we are a welcoming bunch, but we can be cold sometimes <laughs> as well. But, no, in Paraguay it's a— it's a completely different yeah. experience, but I'm 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 always grateful every time I go that I can learn something that I could know more about the culture. And again, it's not perfect, like you said, no country in the yeah. world is perfect. But <laughs> you take the positives and you try to uh, outweigh them over the negatives. I think.
1: Yes, and I get to travel a lot for vacations, you know. But I, I know a bit of the world, and <laughs> you know, you go and and ask to a stranger that I don't know help you with a street or with something that it's a bit more complicated and the people is not as nice as we will we'll like you know and here in Paraguay people like hold your hand and here you know you can go through here and that street is over there and go save kisses you know people is more warm here and I love that about by so that's a nice thing we have, and I think it's going to take us some some place, <laughs> some place good. Definitely,
0: hundred percent. Um, I'm curious because we did talk about the pandemic, and I think you did answer it much more. Um, but how? What do you think about how the country has been dealing with the pandemic? Obviously, you know, um, there are still lots of cases going on. You know, we yes. saw in a couple of days ago that the first vaccines came from from Russia, and I think more are coming in. But generally speaking, from your personal perspective, how, how do you think the country has been dealing with it? Has it done as good? Has it done as bad? What can it improve on and, and just go more onto that, honestly?
1: Started good, as I said, because we weren't prepared, you know, for, for the impact that the pandemic could have here in, in the country because our I don't know, our hospitals, our public hospitals, especially, are in a bad situation. You should know that. Uh, it's it's very hard for the people, especially the people that live uh, that lives like far from the capital. So they close the doors of every home. They stop the work of a lot of people to get ready. You know, they told us, we are going to get ready, please have patient please stay at home okay we stay at home but they never get ready you know and and we feel that now we had to go back to our work go back to school go back to the streets go back to the public transport go back to the hospital because you know (laughs) coronavirus is not the only disease going around here and around the world right now and we can feel now we can feel everything they didn't do in all this year you know a lot of money they took a lot of money they they took from you don't know where they took money from everywhere they could and they did nothing they didn't even, I don't know, make a good arrangement for the, you know, the Sputnik, the, uh, the Moderna, whatever. We don't have, we don't have anything, you know, not even for our, for our doctors, for our nurses. We have nothing. The only thing we have here in Paraguay right, right now, it's a lot of. People that are without their jobs and a lot of beds at the hospitals that are like full right now. We are getting to the top of the thing and I don't know how much we will hold on before this explode. You know, we are at one step of things getting very, very bad here because it's sad, it's sad because we are, you know, as I said before, the people in Paraguay is hard-working people. You can say whatever you want from the Paraguayans, but people here work hard. From early to the night, they work hard. And it's very sad to see that the government plays with the people in that way. You know, we don't have... Anything, absolutely anything right now, they, I don't know, they they make a really bad job. I hope they, the things change after this, because right now you can see, you can see that people is so, so tired of everything, of waiting, of not having money, of being sick, of, you know, it's, it's very, very sad, so uh, they handle it very, very badly and, and now now one year after we are going to feel it and, and, and it's going to be hard.
0: Yeah, you would think that after knowing what's been going on around the world, obviously everyone has had different ways of, of dealing with this with this virus. Even here in the United States, obviously we're we're definitely not the, the best example yeah. to give. But, <laughs> you know, at least we've we're able to open it all up. And try to bring some sort of normality, but again, I think you look at other countries that, you know, maybe like in Australia or something that have been able to deal with this that with yes. this pandemic better, or South Korea, or any other countries that have managed it quite well. You would think, you know, why why can't countries like Paraguay take that example? I, I think they should learn from it as well.
1: Yeah, because here the the people that are in the government doesn't care about about the people you know they only care about themselves they only care about taking money and uh, from every place they can and it's very sad because you can feel that you know especially in hard times like this with the pandemic you can feel it and and it's going to be tough for us so we are just <laughs> we are just living our lives the best we can taking care of each other as we can but but things are going to to get very bad today I was listening to the radio um, and and listening to a lot of of, uh, people from the hospital and doctors that that run hospitals here and they were talking about uh, the beds we almost have no beds in in special cares you know Uh, and, and, and it's going to get very hard today kids went back to school and and it's just a matter of time, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. So obviously you're still young. You know, you're only 27. Yeah. You've got a lot to go through in your career. I mean, what's next for you? What, you? what are you looking to achieve in the future? And, you know, what are your overall goals, honestly?
1: Okay. Um, here in the media, I would love to keep growing, you know? I would love to, to have the opportunity of, of, I don't know, working sometime in, in air TV that it's, I think, That will change the game, you know, Uh, it's completely different. And I don't know, uh, keep on experiencing more subjects and more areas. Maybe um, having the opportunity to write for a magazine is something that I I always wanted to do and, and didn't have the opportunity till now. And I don't know. Some someday I will love to go and study and do something in another country. You know, it's it's a dream of mine to to get to study in in another place, and and I won a scholarship once, and and for things in life I I couldn't make it, and that's something I have like in my. I don't know my checklist, my to-do list in life. So I hope I I can achieve it sometime.
0: Definitely, and I think you're definitely on that road. And here's hoping that it does happen for you <laughs> to get that opportunity. Um, before we get to my final segment, I do have to ask, and yeah. I've asked this to both the previous guests that we've had. For people like myself, you know, I'm 23. I'm about to finish my master's degree in a couple months. Um, I'm about to do my career in journalism. And for young professionals who want to be a part of this industry, for those that are starting and want to be experienced professionals, what kind of advice would you give to those people that are listening?
1: To put your heart on, to be true to yourself, to be respectful, and to read a lot. You have to read a lot. You have to listen to different opinions. You have to stop being stubborn. If you were that way, you have to change your mind because you need to listen the opinion of, of a lot of people and, and, and open your mind, open your mind, open your ideas, not sticking with just one thing and read a lot. Read, 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 read and and be true to yourself. It's a beautiful career. It's a beautiful world. It's tough. People can be very, very hard on you if you make a mistake or, or everything, but that's life, you know. <laughs> it, the The one difference is that at this job, if you make a mistake, the world's, the world can know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the little difference, but it's a beautiful career. So put your heart on and be respectful, read a lot, and, and you're going to make it.
0: And have passion, like you said beforehand, have passion. Yeah, what you passion, do. a lot. Definitely. So I I do have to go on to my last segment, which I think everyone has enjoyed so far. It's a series of lightning round questions. So basically, I'm going to ask a bunch of different questions and you have to answer it in just a couple words. And and yeah, let's see what we can get. So are you ready for this? Yes. All right. Uh, Let's see. Let's do it. Best place to visit in Paraguay.
1: Oh, my God. Best place to visit in Paraguay could be... El Salto del Mondau, El Paraná. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful.
0: Yeah, I've, I've actually, I've, I've been to Itaipú, I've been to Salto Cristo, I've never been to Salto del but I will definitely put beautiful. that on the next time I go. 100%. A
1: waterfall, but massive waterfall. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful.
0: Now, that, that'd be perfect for my Instagram, for all my followers <laughs> to see how cool it is. Because we don't really get that here in Connecticut, so definitely have to go to, to Paraguay to do it. Uh, best country you visited in the world?
1: Oof. Best country I visited could be France or maybe uh, Hungary, Hungary. Hungary yep. I got the chance to go to Budapest and, oh, my God, just mind-blowing. Beautiful.
0: But if you have to pick one, just one out of all of it. Just one? Just one.
1: I, I can stay with, I stay with France, Paris.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the city of love can never <laughs> go wrong. And I think this might be a perfect segue, but best city you visited in the world?
1: <laughs> oh my God! That's Paris, Paris.
0: Paris. I mean, you, you can't go wrong. The Eiffel Tower, Arc de Triomphe, Champs Elysees. I mean, what, beautiful. what exactly? I agree. I've been there Perfect as well. Perfect
1: streets. You know, the dream of any Paraguayan is just to look a nice street.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you've also been to the United States before. So, what is the yes. one thing that you miss about it?
1: Oh my God! I I had the chance to be in Florida and. Mm-hmm miami disney and and in new york so i i fell in love with the new york it's it's very beautiful and i don't know everything it's it's able at every time at every hour you want a pizza at 3 a.m you got it so i i love that about new york and about the u.s i don't know if it's like that everywhere but I don't
0: know. I love that. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's probably it. You can get a, an Uber Eats. Um, that's the application <laughs> we use for, for delivery for a pizza at 3 a.m. I mean, and that, it's that could beautiful. be
1: done. It's, You can have a piece of, of every part of the world just visiting New York at night. I love that.
0: The city that never sleeps. That's what they always yes. say. Favorite music?
1: Favorite music, I could say, in the, in the pop, in the rock.
0: the pop, and the rock. Favorite movie genre?
1: Ooh, favorite movie! Oh my god! No genre, I movie have genre. So many movie
0: genre, genre like the comedies, action, romance.
1: Ah, the, oh, okay, drama.
0: Drama. I have
1: to go with with drama. Yes, drama or, or fantasy like the Lord of the Rings and
0: mm-hmm. stuff. Definitely, I mean, those are those are always fun to to watch as well. Your favorite fashion brand?
1: Oh my god, I love Dior. Dior is like the law. <laughs> from fashion world it's low
0: <laughs> i mean that's, that's a huge debate here I'm, I'm in a college here right now and there's probably a lot of people that are gonna say no we like gucci we like do <laughs> uh, isl we like all these other brands but do yours hey, you can't go wrong with that either so i, I agree yeah. with that kendall or kylie jenner
1: oh my god i uh, that's hard just
0: one you gotta pick one
1: <laughs> just one i i stay with kylie she had a personality that that I admire for—I don't know. She just don't care about any, anything.
0: <laughs> She's unique. <laughs> She's unique, basically.
1: <laughs> She's unique. She doesn't care about anything.
0: Literally, Instagram or Twitter.
1: Oh my god, um, that's hard too. I love both, <laughs> so I I stay with Instagram. I just scroll there a lot
0: more. I mean, yeah, you got stories, you got reels, you got you got yeah. everything there so but it makes sense. It's more
1: happy too. It's a happy place. Yeah, it's you don't you don't debate a bit like hell.
0: So. Yeah, you're not you don't go yeah. on Twitter every day and you see like countless tweets of a debate that is about a bunch of nonsense. So, you, you don't really yeah. see that on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Gigi or Bella Hadid? Oh, Gigi.
1: Gigi Hadid.
0: Now, of course, I don't think she's I Think she's been doing wonderful stuff. Um and then of course with her baby and her and her husband's I uh, I think it's Yeah, very more important.
1: charisma too, you know. Bella has always some a face with I don't know, not too many friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that seems harsh, but I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> Dogs or cats?
1: Oh my god. Cats. I have to go with cats
0: seems like everyone in Paraguay loves cats a lot. I've realized yeah. that every time I go there. Like You always see dogs on the street, too. They call it, I think, Michi. Is that what they always call it? Michi. Michi, yeah.
1: Michi. <laughs> yeah, we love cats. I have three here oh,
0: at home. All right. There you go. If you were given the chance to have a coffee with anyone in history, who would it be?
1: In anyone in history? Anyone oh in the world. Oh, my God. In the world. Uh, I think Lady Gaga. You know... She is the kind of people that I look and I say, I want to be friend with her. <laughs>
0: she, she definitely seems like a very approachable person. And like I would imme- anyone would immediately be her friend for like I a long her. time. I love her.
1: She looks so nice. She just looks so nice and so true. Uh, I, I don't know. With Lady Gaga. A, yeah. ver-
0: a very talented woman in everything that she does. <laughs> so I, I agree. I
1: love her.
0: Favorite decade for fashion?
1: Oh, Favorite decade. I will say... The fifties were very nice, but I may stay with. Mm-hmm.
0: That's hard. <laughs> There's a lot of it. Like you said, it trends every 10 years. There's always something that, that makes it great. But there, you've got to pick one decade where you're like, that's the one. Just- that's the best one.
1: I don't know, I think the nineties. The nineties are very trendy now and, and I think that's the moment where where young people truly found their way to dress and, 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 and a lot more subcultures start to have their own their own identity. So I think that was the beginning of of that true identity for for all the people before the nineties. People dressed up like school, you know. The trend was very general. From the 90s, things got more personal. So I I will stick with the 90s.
0: Definitely a a wonderful decade of a lot of stuff. Um, Television or radio? You got to pick one.
1: Oh, my God. Radio. Radio.
0: More passion, I guess you can say. That's a word that we've been using a lot. So it makes sense. (laughs) Favorite model right now? Or of all time, too. Uh,
1: favorite model of all times? I don't know. Maybe. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Can I pick two? Like one from now and now, and one from all time? Or yeah, just
0: absolutely. One? No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Why not? We'll make an exception.
1: <laughs> okay. I will pick Tyra Banks. Mm. You know why? Because she changed the game for models. She had curbs, and she just—I don't know—break the stereotype of models uh, at the time. She started walking on runways, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and I think that's that was a very important step for women, you know, to look at for and and to look. A body that was more likely to your own, you know. So, so I picked Tyra Banks, and I, I will stay with her.
0: Fair enough. I mean, she's she's done a lot of stuff. Her TV show was popular. I think she really has become an inspiration for for many of the models that we see nowadays on the runway. So, yeah, I completely agree. Absolutely. What's a show that people should be binge watching right now on Netflix? Uh,
1: on Netflix. I don't know. I am in in a lot of streaming platforms right now. I'm a bit mixed up. But uh, Sorionan uh I think it's Philippine. I don't know. it's uh, Finland- finlandesa. Yep, it's uh, Filipino. yeah, it's Filipino. Yeah. And and that's that's very nice. It's like drama and and an investigation and it's a detective practically that that can that can imagine the crime just watching the crime scene, and it's 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 wonderful. It's a, a very good show.
0: I'll definitely put that on my list next time I <laughs> I watch it. One word to describe the following Paraguay,
1: amabilidad, uh, nice nice people.
0: <laughs> Olimpia.
1: Oh my god. Uh, one word?
0: Yes, just one word.
1: Champions.
0: <laughs> well, I, I say this as a Cerro Borteño fan. It's like, uh, it, it, it sucks, man. It really sucks every yeah. time you guys are winning. But uh,
1: You can't fight history. You no, <laughs> you can't.
0: No, you cannot. Family. Um,
1: unconditional.
0: And finally, this is the one that I really enjoyed asking the last two. Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo?
1: Oh, my God, Cristiano Ronaldo forever.
0: <laughs> well, you're the first one to give a different answer. The last two got Lionel Messi, so this is our, really? our first. Yeah, yeah, you, you'd be surprised. <laughs> uh,
1: no, uh, Cristiano, Cristiano, I love Cristiano. I even use his uh, the shampoo he brands. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it makes. I mean, the guy. hey, Listen, if he wasn't a soccer, he got into my head. Well, if he wasn't a soccer player, he'd be a really good model. I think he'd really be a good fashion icon. Absolutely. Sometimes, absolutely, he kind of is. He
1: Def- kind of
0: is. Yeah, absolutely. Gabby, thank you so much for being a part of this third episode of Between the Bylines. It was an absolute blast having you on. All the best to you and your work that you do at ABC TV and Rocky Puff. And I hope to speak to you very very soon
1: thank you Robert and and I hope you you go to I don't know your career like with the passion we talk about so much so thank you for for taking me in count
0: so as always you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and as always thank you for listening to between the bylines